Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got good fashion news for you today, so let's kick it off with that. So I've been keeping you abreast of the situation of the bankruptcy stores, right? What, Which stores are going under, which stores are staying afloat, and have news update on Neiman Marcus, which I'm very excited about. Not so much for Neiman's. I like Neiman's. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a frequent shopper at Neiman's from time to time. More importantly, I love Bergdorf's. So for me, Bergdorf Goodman, even though these days I'm not going to the city as much, um, I know I will be back soon. That's really part of, you know, New York and uh, such an iconic place for so many reasons for me. So many memories there. I've had, and, and, and again, sometimes nothing to do with actual shopping or buying anything there. I've just, I've had many really great lunches in the restaurant up top. I've had cocktails at the bar with my husband when we were dating. You know, it's just lots of great memories for me. Um, that's always a great meeting point. You know, if you're Midtown, well, where do you want to meet? Oh, right by Bergdorf's. <laughs> There's only one. You can't get it confused. And so on. So anyway, for me, this, this you know, is a part of that. They're owned by this group. So I was wondering what would happen. And apparently, as I suspected, they're going to be just fine. So uh, the court gave them permission to basically leave behind their debt. And it's forgiving a $4 billion of their $5.5 billion in borrowings. So they will be forgiven that $4 billion. Uh, and supposedly they expect to be out of bankruptcy by September 30th. I'm like, wow, that's pretty quick. So um, I do know this. They had stopped hiring for a while, which, of course, made sense, not just for the bankruptcy thing, but also we had, you know, pandemic we're talking about. The store only opened maybe a month ago, I think. I saw when it opened and it was by appointment only for a while. Um, it is now open. I think it might still be limited hours, but it's now open where you don't need an appointment. So nonetheless, Neiman's will be okay. Therefore, Bergdorf's will be okay. So um, this is actually, you know, you have to look at it like a good thing. It happens all the time with businesses. They kind of, it's a way for them to reshape their their um, future and kind of, you know, kind of like a do-over, I mean, really, and realign things. Well, it's a perfect time because, as we know, things are changing. So that got me thinking. And uh, by the way, I knew that they had stopped hiring because a very good friend of mine was looking for a job in the retail industry about two months ago. And he had applied to, this is a very experienced person in the fashion industry, and he had was looking to send his resume to Bergdorf's and they weren't, they weren't hiring. So I did know that for sure, firsthand. Um, so it got me thinking about jobs and jobs in the fashion industry. And I kind of did a little digging. It was interesting what I came up with. So what are the best jobs in the fashion industry? I don't know anymore. So it used to be buyers, fashion editors of magazines, editorial stylists. These were like the big guns of the day, okay? Um, creative directors of either, you know, an uh, editorial uh, a magazine or creative director of a big store like a Barney's or a Bergdorf's where they really, you know, controlled um, everything that was coming in and out of the store, like basically what they sell, which is a really big deal. Um, so those were always the really big, biggest of the big jobs you could get. And um, I just was wondering with changing even yes the pandemic but set that aside it was changing before that so with with print going slowly and slowly becoming more and more obsolete and things going digital 
there's this acceleration of digital services. So what are the jobs now? So this is what I came up with after doing a little digging. Um, first of all, this very, I would say, unpredictable job market um, in the fashion industry. And um, things like travel restrictions now are put on hold. Um, social distancing. So where normally they may have, you know, 10 or 20 or 30 people in an office, that's a lot less. So therefore, jobs are, uh, you know, not readily available. Do they need the, is there the need for all of those jobs anymore? If certain things, certain jobs could, people could work at home and or things are more digital. Um, also, internships. I was talking to someone recently, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, we just passed a summer and summer is usually when we see all the interns pop up. And uh, I thought, wow, I wonder what uh, college students did. I wonder what students were doing. I don't, I don't know of any. Um, actually, do I know of one? But he's a law student, so he was fine. <laughs> he got to still intern at a, at a law firm. But I just thought about that. I thought, well, I guess there were not really many internships available this year, at least for the fashion industry, um, because stores were closed and many companies went out of business. So um, anyway, here's what here's what I came up with, something that is apparently very, very in demand. A CGI artist. Yes. So that means computer-generated imagery. So this is someone, this makes sense. So I thought about it for a minute. I thought, this is someone that basically makes, makes short films and, um, you know, computer graphics background type of thing because that is the way a lot of these big big brands have been going in direction in terms of marketing and advertising um we've seen this actually we've seen this for quite a while from a few brands i'm thinking right off the top of my head ralph lauren i'm thinking um store out on the avenue shoe store Stuart weitzman um i'm thinking versace i'm michael maybe michael kors I'm thinking all these brands that have these little mini movies almost that pop up, whether it be uh, as a commercial form or maybe it's on YouTube and it's more of a short film. So there has to be somebody with a fashion background and a computer graphic background to put this all together. So that's the CGI artist apparently is um, a popular job in the fashion industry to date. Also, a data editor. I thought I had to think about this one. Basically, I mean, data helps retailers sharpen their marketing strategies and develop new products, okay? Also helps brands to better understand consumers. Ah, okay, so we need someone that kind of is is inputting all of that stuff and deciphering all of that stuff. So not something, again, I would think about, but yeah, there's got to be, especially with things going more digital and completely online. So thinking about that. Um, in terms of shopping, let's bring it down to the brick and mortar, the shopping experience, whether whether it's online or brick and mortar. So if we are talking about buyers, stylists, editors, those are the people, this is myself included, would normally go to showrooms, what we call showrooms. So that's not a store. So this, this showroom is basically, um, if I'm a designer, I have a showroom with my latest collection and probably a little bit of the past collection, maybe some archives, and only certain people can come in to pull that stuff. So certain people meaning... Uh, editors, buyers, stylists to use for ad campaigns. To, this isn't for the general public. This isn't the clothes aren't sold. They're usually borrowed. Um, 
sometimes they're sold. Sometimes a buyer can come in and um, make a purchase order for sure. And that's usually right after fashion week, after they see their presentation. That's usually the protocol. Um, You then make an appointment with the showroom director and you would go in and look at the new line and then pick as a buyer, you're picking and choosing what you're going to sell in your store. So a a virtual showroom designer I thought, oh, since, you know, that might not be happening, and if it's happening, we don't know our showrooms open, if they are. Basically, how are buyers picking and choosing what's going to be sold in stores online? It still has to happen. So whether or not they have a brick and mortar attached to it, that's another thing, but there also has to be someone that's on. So, ah, interesting. Um, So... Like I said, store, buyer, store buyers will have to make more use of online shopping tools like a virtual showroom. So there's got to be a virtual showroom designer. Um, and shoppers can also browse through um, clothes, clothing samples from time to time in a showroom. It depends on what it is. But there is that need for a virtual showroom designer. And then again, who's running all of that? Who's scheduling all of that? There's got to be someone sort of managing the logistics of of the virtual showroom. Uh, another uh, job I saw was, this was interesting, customer experience manager. I like this one. I thought, ooh, sounds like something that I would like. Um, so with a huge influx of online shopping, brings other problems, as we know, the good and the bad. So there's got to be someone sort of managing all of this and um, not just like returns, but also like online tracking and then also just the experience in general. So just like when you go to the theater, there are there's someone that takes your ticket. There's an usher that helps you go to your seat. And so, you know, and it's all a part of the theater experience. Um, There are usually people in the restrooms directing you either where they are or if you need something and so on. So it's kind of the same thing. So that customer experience manager um, that's really going to help on the other side of it. Because think about it. If it's a big company, let's take, I don't know, let's take uh, Nike, for example, and you're on, you're sitting home on your side of the screen, you know, plugging away and looking through. How do they know what your experience is until you, or unless you call them or you then go take a survey? Like, how do they really know that? So there needs to be someone, I think, managing that and also making it worthwhile, you know, from how you navigate around because there are websites. You know, the more websites I go to, the more I find that I really love or hate. You know, there really are some that are just way too much and they become overwhelming. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this is not something new. I mean, so I think when um, brands really pay attention to the experience and then and then once you're in it, how is it? Is it quick? Is it easy? I tend to really favor the way. And again, I'm talking shopping for clothing or accessories. I like the websites that have different angles of the clothing. You know, it shows different pictures. Then it shows a picture of the clothing on someone. So it's on a model. Oh, that's how it drapes. Then it gives at the bottom how the the model's measurements. That's huge. You know, oh, she's 5'10". Oh, she's, you know, this size waist and hip and whatever. And um, some of them even then you keep scrolling and it then shows what it looks like on a curvy girl, which is also helpful. 
Um, and then some of them even have a little film, like a short little video. You click it and you, you see a model walk out and turn around and she just has a white screen behind her and she's modeling whatever it is, skirt or shoe or jacket. And you can see then actually how it's how it moves. So I love those. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, and then everything else that goes along with it, from adding to the cart to checking out to, you know, suggested items. I like all of that. I like when you can scroll down, you click on a blue shirt, and then beneath it, it'll say um, customers often bought with or similar items to, and they show you three, four more pictures. Um, Bob, don't you think that's helpful? You buy a lot of things online, especially shoes. Well, I tend to go to Amazon, which... What you just described, I wish they would do. They they right. don't have that much. If occasionally they'll even have a video, yes, showing the product, but it's not it's not shown effectively, in my opinion. Not, at least not as effectively okay. as you described with different models and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Amazon. I'm thinking about, it. but they do show things at the bottom. I think it's yes. often bought yes. with. They do yeah, that. They yes. do that. And I sometimes think, well, uh, okay, I, it's no help to me. Yes, agree. Agree. Sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. usually it is not. I, I agree with you. Um, I think what I really like better is the paired with. So if it's a red yes. shirt, it'll show you jeans that pair with it mm-hmm. as opposed to what other people bought. Because I'm like, well, I don't. I don't want that. I don't need that. You know, maybe they bought, you know, an orange hat. Well, I don't need an orange hat. I'm buying the red shirt, you know. So, yeah, I I would agree. I I have to say there are only a few websites that really do what I'm talking about, and I wish I could think of some of them off the top of my head. I feel like Zara is a good one, a really good one. They show, um, yeah, they do. And Nordstrom, I just thought of it. Nordstrom's a really good one that does the little so you click on the item it shows you different angles of the item and then there's always a what they do is there's a little video you click on and it's an actual salesperson in a store standing next to the item and they'll say which is I thought great idea so they'll say you know hi I'm Tina from the Greenwich location Mm -hmm. and here I'm showing you the blah 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 whatever it is the item you know the blue button down shirt it's soft it's this it's made of that it's and they touch it and they feel and they talk about it give you a little product knowledge about it and I would pair this with blah 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 and I thought oh that's great so it's an actual it's someone speaking about it they're not wearing it they're just holding it and talking about it um so I I love that I thought oh that's great um another thing I like is you don't even have to click on it. Some of the websites do this. You're just kind of holding your cursor over, and it automatically shows, and it'll say quick look or quick shop, mm-hmm. and it shows different angles of the item. You don't even have to click on it. I like that. <laughs> oh, I see. You see? Have you so seen that? No, I don't think I've seen that. I've seen where I have to choose which angle I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I like the fact that I can zoom in on every one of them. Yes. When, when that's missing, I'm very disappointed because yes. I wanted to see a close-up of, of it. Yes. Every, almost every time. I agree, especially clothing, and especially if you're buying um, what England calls the high street and what we call, you know, the uh, you know the fast, fast I was going to say fast food, fast chain, uh, fast fashion, hmm. you know, the czars. And, you want to be careful of the fabric because it could yeah. be, it's inexpensive. It could be just an awful fabric. I like when you can scroll in. Hmm. I agree with you and see. So, um, yeah, there's a there's sometimes there are websites that have you just kind of hover over and you just hold and it shows very quickly a couple different angles of that particular item, which I like. You don't even have to click on. So, 
again, I guess, you know, someone to manage all of this. That's all part of the customer experience. And uh, I'm sure there are probably other things in this job description that I'm not even thinking about that we don't even think about, you know, um, to make it the experience on our side of the computer pleasurable and easy and fast and all of the things that we want. Uh, One other position I found was something called Smart Inventory Manager. This is basically managing the inventory and um, basically more about how to shift large amounts of inventory, how to shift them around, how to get rid of them, how to move them. I thought, oh, so this would be something very current because stores were closed for so long. They opened up and here we have this, why we see all these sales still ongoing. Um, They've got all this inventory that they're now sitting on. So, I mean, there are tons. I know from talking to some of my friends in the industry, you know, they said, basically we missed the spring shipments of fashion, of retail. Um, So they had to kind of blow stuff out online and run sales. And then we were right into summer. And then really until things started open, there's still people weren't quite coming out to shop yet. They still have summer. Well, guess what happens in July? Fall hits in the land of retail. So now they've got spring, summer, fall. You know, that's a lot of inventory. So a in, smart inventory manager is basically someone that's going to manage all of this inventory online. And again, remember, a lot of stores, the online inventory is separate from the in-store inventory. And by the way, that is a big deal. I have found when it's not so, it's a real pain. So, you again, know, I think partially, uh, partially, what you're also showing by what you're saying is how it's very hard for the small businesses to compete. Yes, this, this uh, there are so many people involved in making a website really look good. Only a big business is going to be able to afford this. And afford all of these people that can keep it going. Because you can get it up and running, but then someone always has to maintain it. I know that from personal experience, even my little website, and I'm not running a multi-million dollar store. um, You've got, you can't, it it can't be a one and done. It can be, for me, I'm thankful it's only every few months I've got to go back in and tweak things. And I can send a nice little email to the, the person that does it for me and say, hey, can we fix this and this? But it still has to be maintained and looked after. So, um, yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's, um, but uh, what I was saying was the inventory in the store and the inventory online, usually two different things. Mm. Some stores it's not. And I will tell you from the shopping consumer uh, point of view, that's a bit of a pain. So um, because you can buy something and they say, oh, well, it doesn't show our physical inventory. It shows that we have three of those in that store in Greenwich, but actually there's only one. Oh, and it's on hold for someone. So there's a bit of a hiccup there, and I have had that happen to me. So you actually have to call the store and see if it's there. If it is, you've got to purchase And then that's like just another step that I'm like, well, that didn't really save me any time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then there are other stores that have, it's very clear. Then the opposite can happen. You look online, you see something you love, you go into the store, hi, do you have this? And you show your smartphone. Oh no, that's only online. So so there's that, which I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay with that. So then I can take my chance and either order it or not. Um, I prefer that if it's, if it's not the same. And again, big stores are able to decipher all of this. And a big store, like for example, I'll take Zara just because I know this so well. Zara has both. They have it very separate. They have their online inventory. They have their in-store inventory. They sell the same thing. 
but not everything. So most things are both. And what I have found is the items are online first. I'm giving away a good secret here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the, I, I just think about my size usually sells out quick. I really want to say this. <laughs> um, so the online things often appear online first, and then they will hit the store. Sometimes they don't hit the store at all. I have checked this many times. I have a, l- a little system that I do with Zara because Zara in the app, of course, allows you to favor, you know, or heart, whatever you want to call it. They have a little um, – It looks like a ribbon. And you can like all your favorites. Then I go to my favorites, and there it is on the page, all the things. So I always walk into the store with that open, ready to go. Hi, can you direct me to this, 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 and this? And the girls will look at it, and they'll say, oh, we didn't get that yet. Oh, we didn't get that yet. We didn't get And you can often tell, oh, we're getting that. And they'll check in their little handheld devices. Oh, yes, that's coming in next week. Or, oh, we're not getting that. So, um, But I don't mind that because it's a quick answer then. Yes, no, okay, now I know. I can either order it online or I can move on from it and just see what's in store. But I like that they're all able to give you that information. They all have their little handheld devices. And on my end, I have pre-selected what I'm looking for. All about efficiency, I want to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are some of the jobs that are that are um, up and coming. No, I don't want to say up and coming, that are most wanted right now in the fashion industry. And I think it's interesting how things evolved. And I haven't, I haven't really thought about this in a while and uh, this whole, you know, us being at home and the way things are changing and e-commerce and, uh, you know, a digi- having a digital strategy for, for all of the stores um, really got me thinking and all the partnering that's going on. I think, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. If not, I'll say it again. Um, Home Depot, one of my newly favorite websites. I would say I would go to Home Depot in the past for the usual. Occasionally paint, nails, hammer, sandpaper, whatever it is I needed. Something, maybe a plant every now and then, although it's usually a nursery. Um, Once in a while. Not my favorite store to go to. Not friendly customer service. Not organized enough for me. But occasionally, we all have to go to Home Depot, right? And I don't mind being in there. It's just the experience. Now, the guys really enjoy it, by the way. Uh, yes, I know. I know. And I, by the way, I, it's not the store itself. I actually like that kind of a store. Oh. I love – if you put me in – I used to joke about this. You put me in the middle of a hardware store, I could spend hours. Oh. I really could. And it's more about like, well, what can I make? Mm-hmm. You know, like I start thinking that route, not opposed to what can I fix. It's about what can I make, you know. Oh, I could do that. Oh, I could redo this or that and turn this into that, you know. So I don't mind. I just don't like actual Home Depot. Sorry, Home Depot, but my experience has always been really bad. You can't find a sales associate and so on. But that's another show. What I'm trying to say is now online, they have partnered. I don't know if you know this. They have partnered with all these different brands now. Their online website is fabulous. Fabulous. And let me tell you, they have partnered with um, a bedding company, furniture, um, what else have I seen there? Like places I've met, ne- there's a there's a bedding company that's actually really good bedding. And I was like, really? Um, they even sell beds. Obviously, if they're going to sell bedding, they have to sell beds. Um, and like I said, furniture, all different kind of home decor from throw pillows to pictures to home, you know, accent pieces. And to, again, also to regular furniture. So if you look on their website and you scroll down, you'll see that. So it's all partners that they have uh, 
collaborated with Interesting. to do. Yeah, so it's not their brand. It's just they partnered together with other brands. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's been vases I was looking at recently. I'm like, wow. So, and again, not stuff they have in store. Yeah. So this is, uh, I think, the way that uh, people have to go, brands have to go. Um, there was another store that I found that did that, too, and I can't think of it off the top of my head where I was like, wow, um, surprising. So anyway, having said that, that's what I found. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see in a couple of months even if this changes at all once we're really deep into this and and changes being, you know, a lot of people staying home or working from home. We'll see if this changes. Like like this time next year, I wonder where we'll be with all of this. So on that note, I'm going to take a quick break and we come back more fashion topics on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so we just got done talking about jobs in the fashion industry and some jobs that are in demand nowadays and how different it is. So on that topic, I thought I'd talk about my job. (laughs) Because, you know, something it dawned on me recently... I still have people, friends, family members that really don't know what I do. <laughs> and I guess it's maybe it's it, it's hard for me to uh, to think that it's hard to understand, but I guess it is or it could be confusing. Um, it, interesting because they'll remember, oh, you have a radio show versus, oh, you have a styling business <laughs> that I've had for, you know, 17 years. So, um, and often you say stylist, people think hairdresser, you know, people think other things. So I thought I'd just kind of talk about that. And basically, then I, if someone doesn't understand, they say, oh, a personal shopper. And I say, mm, not quite. But so I thought I'd kind of talk about that real quick, like what the difference this is. Basically, it's this, a wardrobe stylist, which by the way, I've been for 20 years. You can be, you can own your own business, which is what I do, a personal stylist, or you could be a more of a freelancer. So you kind of go from job to job, which I used to do. Basically, main responsibility is to select appropriate clothing and accessories worn by models at a photo shoot. That is for an editorial or an ad campaign. I've done this many, many moons ago and really loved it. It's interesting. It's fast-paced. It's changing all the time. Um, and the I, for basically, a theme is chosen first. And then I would get to go pull from the PR showrooms, so sometimes stores, but usually it had to be things that weren't even in the stores yet, and basically create a desired image or look working with photographer, hair and makeup, and a creative director. 
The flip side of that is what I do, personal styling. I get to dress actual people as opposed to models and get to know them according to their their lifestyle, their needs, wants, etc. And kind of understanding what suits them the best. So, in short, that's what it is. I'll talk about more about that in the upcoming shows. Um, and we'll talk more about fall fashion, of course. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Go, 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 go.